Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Golden Knights. The Golden Knights host the Minnesota Wild at the Fortress tonight on Veterans Day. It's the first time these two teams are meeting since the seven-game playoff series at the end of last season. It's also game two of the six-game homestand, and we'll talk about the VGK third line. Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco. Follow us at LockedOnVGK or myself at Tony Dasco on Twitter for everything that's happening in Las Vegas, the sports and entertainment capital of the world. And thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. So tonight we'll have the rematch between the Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild. The teams battled for seven games in the first round of the playoffs last season with VGK coming out on top. And this has become a rivalry of sorts between these two teams. It was a good series that culminated in the memorable seventh game, 6-2, the VGK victory. And Matthias Janmark scored his very first NHL hat-trick in clinching the series. That moment reminded me that Matthias Janmark is still with the team. He's still in the VGK lineup. Let's talk about the VGK third line. Janmark really hasn't done much this season but neither has the third line due to injuries and the shift in the lineup and all of that. But last season, Yanmark scored just one goal in 15 games before the memorable outburst and the hat trick in Game 7. Yanmark has only an assist this season in eight games. The Golden Knights desperately need some scoring, his scoring output, especially on the VGK third line. And the makeshift line of late has featured Yanmark, Jake LeShizen, Keegan Kolasar. The line should also have Nolan Patrick on it, but he's been out and he's still working towards coming back soon. Peter DeBoer wants four lines that can contribute, and we know that something has to be done to shake up the bottom six. So what's going to happen there? You have Jake LeShizen. He's yet to score in 11 games this season. Keegan Kolasar with a couple of assists through 13 games. He's had a ton of chances. There are going to be nights when the misfit line is held in check, and that's the key for opponents now. They're going to be keying on them. Would you be shocked if the Wild keys or has major emphasis on the new top line? And Alex Petrangelo can't stay hot forever. The Golden Knights need some scoring punch. They need it from the third line now. And again, Kolasar's had some good opportunities. Nolan Patrick, he only played in four games. He had the goal on the deflection, and hopefully they will get him back soon. Pretty much the only player that stood out for me outside of, say, Marchessault, Smith, Waugh, Petrangelo, offensively, had been in the past game Evgeny Dedanov. He had the streak of the three straight games with the goal. We know that earlier this season, and he scored against Seattle in a crucial goal on Tuesday night. Will Carrier has become more offensive-minded of late, and he has joined the mix. And I get the feeling that after the rough start and missing camp, Shade Theodore could be expected to break out soon. As players return, jobs are on the line. Pete DeBoer keeps tinkering with the bottom six. 
Will we see Paul Cotter back in the lineup tonight? He and players like Jake LeShizen, Jonas Ronberg, who we have hardly mentioned, they need to make an impression and fast, you know, because this is an organization that moves quickly and it really gives players little time to develop once they're up on the NHL level. They need to make an impact early or they're sent back to the AHL or they could get lost in the minor league system. The response. One of the reasons VGK has been successful from its first season has been to come up with a quick response after an opponent scores. They have always been known for stealing a period, if you will, with that late goal. They are good at scoring goals in bunches within a minute, a couple of minutes. They are good at countering or responding like they did in the Colorado series last June when Marcia Saw and Max Pacioretty scored a couple of goals in the third period. Game three, when they scored within a minute of each other in the final five minutes of that game, they know how to score and they know how to close out games. That's what Evgeny Dodonov's goal reminded me of on Tuesday. The counterpunch, if you will. Yanni Gord scores that goal, gives the Kraken the 2-1 lead, 30 seconds remaining in the game, and then Dodonov comes through, comes right back, 15 seconds later, ties the score, gives VGK momentum heading into the final period. And then Riley Smith took over. He had a couple of third period goals within 46 seconds, and that gave the Golden Knights the win. Again, you know, they score fast. They score goals in bunches. They score fast and quickly in overtime periods. It has become a trademark of this organization to respond, to score late in periods and late in games, and perhaps when teams are letting down their guard. Can I just make one early prediction for tonight's game? It's got to be settled in overtime. It's been five games, five games now since that L.A. King game, the shootout game. We are definitely due for an extra period tonight. Up next, a preview of tonight's game between the Golden Knights and the Wild. You are listening to Locked On Golden Knights. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. It's the number one spot for all the sports action, period. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and you will receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just simply use our promo code LOCKED ON in all caps, LOCKED ON in all caps to receive your bonus. Bet online also has a new web interface. You really need to check it out with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. A lot to wager on, I call it the sports equinox, with several major sports seasons all converging. And college basketball season is now underway. Bet online, where the game starts. Welcome back, and thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. Today is Veterans Day, and VGK is going to be commemorating the day with its annual military appreciation festivities. The organization has donated about 500 tickets for tonight's game to current and past military members, which is a really nice gesture. The team will also be wearing camouflage jerseys during warm-ups. Those will be signed and available for auction online. This is a day that is near and dear to team owner Bill Foley, a member of the U.S. Military Academy's class of 1967. He named the team the Golden Knights after the Army Parachute Team. He has a trademark coexistence agreement, in fact, that allows usage of the Golden Knights mark and name. 
Now on to today's game, but first we have some info from Thursday morning's skate. Will Carrier, who has been playing well, is out. Peter DeBoer said that it's not COVID-related and it wouldn't be us if we weren't missing another guy. DeBoer has been praising Carrier. He did it after Tuesday night's game. He became more aggressive, he felt, in the offensive zone. And in the past few games, we have seen where VGK has picked it up defensively and in the offensive end, and they're going to miss Carrier tonight against the Wild. Mark Stone was skating again on Thursday morning. That's good news, but again, we don't know when he'll be returning. And Nolan Patrick was also on the ice with the team this morning, so that was encouraging as well. No truth to the rumor that Braden McNabb might have taught Tony Corrente how to hip check. Thursday morning, McNabb talked about his massive check, the one that he made on Seattle's Brandon Tanev, and it could have been the turning point in the VGK win a couple of nights ago. McNabb said it's all about timing. Timing is the biggest part of it. He said that it helps to build momentum, and that's what it did on Tuesday night. And he said that he started to check against the boards when he got to the NHL because he had to do something to stay in the league. Tonight could be a physical matchup between VGK and Minnesota. The teams are no strangers to each other, having gone the full seven games in last season's NHL playoffs, in which VGK prevailed in that series four games to three. It was a very physical, it was a grueling series. The Wild are playing well now to start off this season. Their record is 9-3, and three, and they are currently in first place in the Central Division. They come off of a 5-2 win in Phoenix in the first game of the back-to-back last night. The Wild have now won four straight and VGK winners of six out of its last eight. The Wild have been explosive. We saw this on Sunday. They took on the Islanders and they tallied four goals in the third period. I really want to see if Robin Leonard can continue to respond well in net. He has let up no more than two goals in each of his last three starts. However, Leonard tonight faces a Minnesota team that averages over three goals per game, and they put a lot of shots on net, about 30 shots per game on goal. Cam Talbot should be in the net tonight for the Wild, and last night he got some relief. Kapo Kakanen was in net last night for Minnesota in Phoenix. Jordan Greenway returned to the Wild lineup last night. He played on the fourth line on Wednesday night. Kevin Fiala was able to play well with a couple of assists and a spectacular goal, one in which he hit the puck out of the air on a backhander with the blade of his stick into the Arizona net. Fiala had been struggling early, and Kirill Kaprizov has but one goal so far this season, but they have enough firepower with the rest of the lineup where the Wild are winning games without the two stars this season. The power play, it's going to be important once again tonight. The Wild converting twice last night, and the VGK power play is waking up after that 0-for-19 conversion start. Jonathan Marcheseau has been the offensive spark for the Golden Knights over the course of the past four games. In four games, he has four goals. VGK has to remember, this is the same Wild team that is very resilient. Remember, they came back from being down 3-1 in the playoff series to force that seventh game. Should be an exciting one. Coming up next, where VGK stands on the salary cap and the keys to tonight's game. Don't go away. This is Locked On Golden Knights. Thanks for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen. It's free and available on all platforms. 
Everyone has been asking about the cap space VGK has now after signing Jack Eichel. And to be honest with you, there is no cap room. None currently available, according to Cap Friendly. VGK has $0 remaining after its projected cap hit of more than $92 million and $11 million of long-term injured list money is utilized. There will have to be a lot of finagling, as we know, once players return and we will give you updates regularly. They might have to clear a couple of salaries. When I last checked, VGK had 10 players, 10 players making more than $5 million a year. And again, we will keep you abreast on everything that happens with the current cap issues. Keys to tonight's game. Number one, shots on net. The team that gets more shots on goal could be the winner tonight. Sounds simple. VGK limited the number of high-danger shots by the Kraken on Tuesday. They started off shaky, and then in the third period, I believe there were no high-danger shots taken by Seattle. The Golden Knights cannot afford to get down in this game against the Wild tonight. The Golden Knights are among the bottom teams in shots on net allowed. And so that could be a key, a very big key, shots on net in tonight's game. Offensive zone. VGK has to continue to get into the offensive zone and stay there. It's been the secret to success lately for VGK. And VGK, as we know, has been using its forecheck as they keep the puck alive in the O zone. Minnesota, however, might be the stronger team and should be a good battle in both O zones tonight for each team. The Golden Knights will have to keep the puck out of the Minnesota offensive zone, and they're going to have to block shots in front of the net for Robin Leonard. Blue Liners, this is a big key tonight. The Wild, with 38 points from defensemen, they have led the league in goals by defensemen so far this season. VGK's defensemen, led by Alex Petrangelo, have been playing better of late. They are being asked to do more in the offensive end. And as I mentioned on yesterday's show, from what I have observed, they've been pinching a lot more. They've been spending a lot of time in the Golden Knights offensive zone. So that will be a key. The Blue Liners tonight, who can score most, who can score first? The Misfit line against the Minnesota line of Kaprizov, Goudreau, and Zuccarello. That's the matchup that I want to see, and that's the one that's going to be important tonight. And if they can win that matchup, VGK can perhaps win that game as well. Another big key. Michael Amadio, by the way, will probably be skating on the wing tonight with the third line as he'll replace William Carrier. And former Golden Knight John Merrill will be facing his old teammates for the first time this evening. Coming up on tomorrow's show, a recap of the VGK Wild Game. Thanks for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen. It's free and available on all platforms. Now, make your second listen, Lockdown Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Culler leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day for you to be the expert of your fantasy league. It is free also and available on all platforms. We thank you all for tuning in. I'm Tony Cardasco. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow on Locked On Golden Knights. Take care.